When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to a snowy day everywhere in Minnesota. I don't know if that's true. I just thought I'd fly with it. Listen. The Donna and Steve show. I have built a career on not fact checking. And it is liberating. (laughs) So maybe it's snowing where you are, maybe not. But we're going to say, yup. Listen, it's not like the East Coast. We'll be okay. But the roads are, um, if you have somewhere to go this morning, I would give yourself at least an extra 35 minutes Mm -hmm. for sure. How does your car handle the uh, the snow? It's fine. It's not great, but, you know. I wonder if you have old tires. I don't. Old old bald tires. No, I don't. And I just had them um, rotated on Saturday. Must be nice. Um, Do you have snow tires? I do not. They say that makes a real difference. Here's what they liken it to. Snow tires, if you have all season, everybody has all season tires. If you're driving around this morning, doing pretty good, but maybe slipping here and there, you probably have all season tires, which is like walking on the ice in sneakers. Right. Like running shoes, athletic shoes. You got to be careful. Snow tires are like walking on the ice in big, chunky snow boots. You're gripping more. There's more. I feel like... We put them on my, my, my minivan, which sucks in the snow. And it made it from a really sucky, sucky minivan in the snow to a good minivan in the snow. All right, let's talk price. Because regular tires, they're expensive. So I can only imagine that snow tires. Then you got to bring them in. you got to lug them, throw them in the back of your car, bring them to the mechanic, say, hey, can you switch these out? Then you've got, oh, it's dirty tires in your car. It's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, it is a whole thing. This is a woman thing. who has acorns and she has acorns and a big poop. fat dog laying in the back like it's an infirmary vehicle. But suddenly, tires is what's <laughs> going to really ruin thing. the Kelly it Blue Book value. It wasn't an intentional thing. It wasn't like, hey, I really hope I can have all these acorns in my car. You know, <laughs> now tires, snow tires. I think expensive. that they're probably like. For four tires, I think you could get them anywhere in a range of four hundred to eight hundred dollars. Well, that's like normal tires. Correct. And then you you put them on in the winter, and then you take them off. Why don't I just leave your... them on all the time? Well, I've, we've done that. We've driven our snow tires into June, and I'm like, oh, we should take these off probably. Because we you'll wear them, them out off. sooner. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to do that. You sound like one of those people who puts like those buckle things on the bottom of their shoes around here. No. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, I'm not that guy. I see no. them at the dog park all the time. I'm like, wow, you really prepped for this 20 <laughs> minutes at the dog park. <laughs> oh, wow. Don, they don't want to slip. I'm not you shaming. Slip, you I just, it just feels like a lot of work for very little. You know, you, my friend, are one slip and fall away from being in a vegetative state. We have to figure out what happens to the dog. That's, I'm coming in out of sympathy for you. That's true. Um, but aren't we all? 
Some more than others. I suppose if you have, uh, you know, a calcium deficiency. Well, and you've always struck me as being low in balance. That is very accurate, actually. Yeah, staggery. You're stone cold sober and it's sort of like, somebody give her a hand. Julie just called and wants to know. She doesn't know what happened with the acorn. She would like us to recap that (laughs) just real quick for her, like in a minute. Here's a 60-second version of what had happened. I found a bunch of acorns in my car over a period of time, not really giving it much thought. I come to find out that I probably have mice that are hoarding acorns and hiding them in my car. I haven't seen any mice. I've gotten the all clear, so I think they're just coming in and out. I have since had an exterminator come to my garage, put eight traps down, not the kind that you can see, so I'll never have to see them, and uh, extra uh, poison feeding stuff for the mice. I I assume they're mice. I don't know. So that's the story. Thank you, Julie, for... Checking opening us. that wound yep all over again anyway but yeah but 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 to your point julie for the call yeah donna doesn't want to put tires in once a year so we just throw off the feng it's just, shui it's just of, another expense you know mm-hmm. even though i should be doing it yeah i'm sure listen i'm why well, i only did it on the i only did it on the minivan because my little crossover suv seems to handle really well in the snow you Although, also have children and if I had children, I would probably take extra precautions. Yeah, actually, you know, in your case, driving around with your dog, we used to set sandbags in the back of our big caravan that we had when we were growing up, which had rear wheel drive and was a boat and just was terrible in the snow. And I remember we would set heavy bags in the back. So you having Buddy, your big fat dog back there is actually yep. good yeah, for traction. Yeah, sandba- my sandbag. <laughs> hey, I watched the Fresh Prince reunion last night on HBO Max. Now this that I'm a member, right? it's been out for a while. But Stevie Boy just got HBO Max, so everything on HBO Max is going to be new to me. Just yeah, so you sure. know, for the next month. That's okay. So when I'm like, "Hey, I I saw Sopranos," go with it, okay? Okay. It was great. It was a really well done reunion. It was only an hour and fourteen minutes long, which I thought was good. They didn't belabor the point, and they did it really. Great, like, artistically, it was well done. They hit on all the different points. If you were a fan of the show, you had all sorts of wonderful nostalgic feelings. A great tribute to William Avery, who played famously Uncle Phil on the show, and then the bit with Janet Hubert, the original Aunt Viv coming back. He hadn't told any of the other cast members that he did this, so he's there in their Fresh Prince living room on the recreated set, saying, "Hey, it wouldn't be complete if I didn't include her in some way and honor her in some way." Mm-hmm. And he said, so I got together with her last night and had a conversation. Do you guys want to see it? And they were all surprised. Like, oh, my God. Because none of them had spoken to her in essentially, you know, it was like 27 years of silence uh, in, of this rivalry that Will Smith and Janet Hubert had. And I remember clips came out online of their back and forth. But there's a more thorough conversation. And it's honest. Don, I think you might even feel a little uncomfortable if you watched it at times. Because Janet Hubert is like, you can tell she's on a mission to heal the wound, and ask some direct questions and communicate directly about her feelings during the last 27 years. But it was it was really, really well done and just fun how they ended. It, you had, there was so much love. Like, there was no, outside of that Janet Hubert bit, even that, which was the most dramatic moment, mm-hmm. was, like, wrapped up in a little love blanket. It just made you feel good. So if you were a fan of Fresh Prince, 
and have HBO Max and haven't watched that reunion special yet, do yourself a favor and watch it. Okay. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. I have in my hand here. <laughs> you could tell you had something in your hand. This yeah, I was whole listening. Time. I was listening. I, 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 I never really watch Fresh Prince, so I probably mm-hmm. won't get around to it. Yeah. But, but if I, you were a fan, watch yes, it. Yes, I, yeah. I totally appreciate that. I have here a huge. What did you just send me? A huge envelope that says to the Donna and Steve show from emailer Omar Warfa. It's got a couple of things in it and a card. Oh, a That's card lovely. from, not an email, but a card from Omar. Now, this is yeah. longtime emailer of the show, Omar, who wrote two books last year. That's right. Guess what's in there the food in it? There's like, no food I'm in hungry. it. Are you hungry, Dawn? Yeah, just maybe like some dried um, fruit bananas or something in there. <laughs> There's not. Okay. Damn it, Omar. You're so thoughtless. <laughs> yeah, you jerk. Why would you do this? <laughs> I have some Livia pudding over here I'm going to eat. Okay. Now, did he write a lot in the card or a little bit? Should we take a break and read the card when yeah, we come back? Yeah, we should do it when we come back. All right, why don't you proofread it for curse words? I'm going to. Mind. Yeah, he sure does. In fact, the... Uh, <laughs> The card actually says on the outside, to my favorite scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, all right, so we'll get into that. We'll see what um, special surprise we got in the mail from emailer Omar. Also, some things that make you go, huh? Uh, the first time that the world ever saw Cookie Monster was not where you thought they saw Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. It is another fun fact of a Sesame Street character, two in one week, when we return on the Donna and Steve show on my time. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. Uh, ew. Uh, boxers and briefs for men, that's true. But women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt. Like, continuously cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies! Ladies! Try them for yourself, or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill Boys. Comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, we really do appreciate you listening. We um, always love hearing from you guys. We have a person who emails us all the time, an avid listener of the show. His name is Omar. And um, Omar is, has, just becoming, uh, has just become a registered nurse. Woo-woo! He's expecting his first child early next year, and he Uh is an author. Uh, He wrote a couple of children's books. I just went through one called Black Like Me. Getting really choked up. It's Mm. really well done. It's really great. And he wasn't an author before 2020. I think he may. I don't know. I don't think he was. I, th- I well, think he fantastic. really like made a wonderful change for all of us who feel like we've kind of regressed in 2020. Mm-hmm. Omar finishes nursing school. Uh, he and his wife are now expecting their first child, and he decided to write two books. I mean, what a what a great 2020 he had. He has a great story, too. I mean, he uh, came to the U.S. as a refugee when he was very young uh, from Somalia, um, that learned how to become a writer and a storyteller. Anyway, he's also a smart aleck. Let's not bury the lead. Yeah, for real. 
So he sent us a card, and the card on the outside is a, like four men sitting at a cafe. It looks a little, it looks very French, probably. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like uh, that old, yeah, I, what's that? The, not Renaissance. Uh, Monet. It's very Monet ish. Very Monet. Okay. And he just wrote, uh, can we start by acknowledging how fancy this card is? It was printed pre-COVID, which is why those guys are sitting so close together. (laughs) As promised, here's a copy of both of my new books. You guys are amazing to listen to on the radio each day. Oh, stop. Thanks so much. Keep going. I'm loving this. Thanks so much for reading my emails, giving me shout outs and all that. uh, All of those things over the years. You guys got yourselves a lifelong listener. Love you long time. Omar. And then P.S. As Steve would say. I want to hold you. (laughs) He's the best. Thank you. That's very thoughtful. Now we have to report this as income. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the Omar, you just ruined Donna's next hour. She's going to be during commercial breaks on the phone with her accountant saying, do I have to report? Do you think the IRS listens? I have to check out the retail value of the book. Received it as a gift. Jeez, Omar. Oh, God, why do you hate us? Why are you the worst? <laughs> anyway, Omar. thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate everybody. Uh, uh, why can't I talk? <sighs> hey. Okay. It was a stressful morning. You were barely here. You're right. Mm-hmm. I got in here at yeah. like 5-2. White knuckling on the way out yes. here. The roads were slippery. Be careful. Be careful. So many wrecks this morning from Kenny. He just I know. couldn't even keep up. I know, but oh, he yeah. sounded like he was licking his chops over it. I got to yeah, say, he's true. like, Ugh, I get to report traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, what has traffic been the last, you know, yeah. nine months, 10 months? Pretty, you know, breezy. Great. Yeah. I, I awesome. get to hear him uh, reacting live, like in <laughs> queue, because he's, he's, you know, I hear him as yes. he's watching traffic cams. He's like, oh, 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 no. oh, God, oh, <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. All right, let's move on with the show. The first appearance of Cookie Monster was actually in an IBM training film in 1967. Seriously? He did not first appear on Sesame Street. That's cute. And earlier this week, we found out that Oscar the Grouch was orange in the first season of Sesame Street, and then they changed him to green, saying that he had hung out in a swamp, and it changed his fur green. I like that. It's a funny story. I'm going to tell you <laughs> something you probably don't know about elephants, and it will make you sad. Okay. But would, would you like... No, but, but the question will be, would you like this level of predictability in your own life? Elephants grow six different sets. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...of teeth in their lives. Once the six ones fall out, they die of starvation. Would you like that timeline? Of like, no. What set are you on? I'm on set number four. All right, well, then let's plan a trip. Wait a second. Why can't they, they just, just eat die? yogurt or something? Yeah, why can't but, they? Yeah. 
because Yoplait in big yogurt mm-hmm. in general hasn't ever made anything for elephants. Well, they need to. They like peanuts. Let's get some peanut butter. You think they like peanuts, I guess? Or is it sort of like the option that's at the party? <laughs> they're you know? always Why can't they just peanuts? swallow that? Like, if they're out in the wild and there are some grass, they just get their trunk and then just swallow it. Why do they have to chew it? Maybe yeah, their just throats num, aren't num, great. Num, num, num. Like, I bet we'd have trouble swallowing grass. Yeah, you really probably need to Plus, chew it. Plus, it'd be kind of tough to bite it off. How do you get the grass in your mouth? Well, those guys have a trunk to throw it in their mouth. I know, but how do you get, how do you detach the grass with the trunk? The trunk doesn't have any blades on it. There are no teeth on the trunk of an elephant, so they, they can't even. They cut step it off. on they it. They suck step on the bottom. Pull it. Slurp it. Look at us just making stuff up. Yeah, it, like they have super mobile <laughs> trunks their uh, or, or their their legs, which are massive and look like they're made of cement <laughs> boots. Now we have them <laughs> stepping with coordination and then. Doing a swipe motion with their trunk to get the grass loose <laughs> into their toothless mouth. Oh, poor guys. They are mm. cool, though, aren't they? We mm-hmm. can all agree. Yeah. I saw them in the wild oh. in in the Maasai Mara in Kenya on a safari. What? What an unbelievable experience that is when you are just there. He's Sorry. just name dropped. Place dropped. Safari. <laughs> yes, a place a dropped. Place dropped. Uh, <laughs> did he just continent drop? It's not even 10. Uh, yeah, I, I was in Kenya and we were on the safari and it was unbelievable. So then you're there and it's just the open land, just like as far as the eye can see, it just looks so beautiful. And then you see elephants coming into view and they're not there as a part of a parade. They're not part of a circus. You're not at the zoo. You're in there home it is fascinating i saw two lions up close mate oh my gosh whoa my yes crazy we saw all sorts of it was just remarkable being out there we're happy for you i'm well traveled Sydney. diet pepsi is not vegan for all you vegans out there (gasps) what Pepsi won't say what animal ingredient it uses that keeps it from being vegan because that's, quote, commercially sensitive information. Mm. I bet there's, like, spiders and bugs and stuff in there. What? (laughs) I'm just saying it's probably in everything, but if they know that there's a certain amount, I don't know. What group of dieters is the most annoying? Would we all agree that it's gluten-free by choice? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, by choice. Yeah, celiac, great sure. respect for that. Of course, yeah. But gluten-free, but I'm not eating gluten right now. I'm trying not to, by the way. Okay. I have psoriasis! <laughs> Let me exfoliate you. I get... Oh, no. <laughs> I get flare-ups. What the hell? No. All right, we'll be okay. right back with some entertainment uh, news. Who got snubbed from the Golden Globes? Coming right up. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The 78th annual Golden Globe Awards were, uh, the nominees were announced yesterday. For the show that's airing on the 28th of this month with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, co-hosting for the fourth time. I didn't notice this yesterday, but there were some snubs. Always snubs. There were some snub-a-dub-dubs. Snubbies. Dead to Me was shut out. Completely. I I wasn't surprised by that, I guess. So I wasn't surprised because I remember, I feel like you guys weren't loving it. I feel like I liked... The second it. season more and I than think, most people did, but 
I so I'm not I'm not surprised because I didn't feel like it had the same critical acclaim that season one did when it felt very unexpected. But I guess I would be surprised just because you think of the total number of releases this year, yeah. which didn't seem like okay. a ton. I don't know. I just feel like this Christina Applegate, especially, and Lin- Linda Cardellini, they're just. So good. There's like so much, there's so many great performances out there. I get it. If they were nominated in the first season, it's like, okay, we already did you. Let's move on to the next (laughs) person. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I just watched last weekend, uh, did not get a Best Picture nomination. But Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis did get acting nods. I think that's accurate. Sure. It was, you know, I know it was... I believe it was a play, right? Yes. And it felt like you were watching a play. It felt very like, what? That's a weird thing to happen. But if you're watching a play, you kind of have a different suspension of disbelief. Sure. Oftentimes than you do in the, you know, Mm -hmm. a movie. So, but Viola Davis, outstanding. Chadwick Mm. Boseman, they did a dedication uh, to him also at the end of that movie, by the way. Um. What we do in the shadows landed oh. eight nominations, but it complete um, Emmy nominations. Excuse me, but completely shut out. That's crazy. It's one of my favorite things I watched last year. I absolutely love it. FX. It's so funny. It's about hmm. vampires. Oh. Wow, that's really surprising. Then, especially with the Emmy nominations. Yeah, mm. it's weird whenever you see the the crossover or lack mm-hmm. thereof with these different voting committees. Agreed. Um, by the way, did you see the story about uh, Sasha Baron Cohen? If he I loses, s- oh, oh no! Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> he said he's, oh, yes. He, okay, so he got three <laughs> Golden Globe noms, and th- this is for Borat subsequent movie film and the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, they both got three, and he thinks that he deserves to win. Over the trial of the Chicago Seven. And he says if he doesn't win, he's going to hire Rudy Giuliani <laughs> to contest the results. Because <laughs> um, if you remember, oh yeah, Rudy inadvertently co-starred in the Borat sequel with an uncomfortable mm-hmm. interview. Yep. Um, Situation where he was laying down in the bed. And then, and they then his come daughter, and, the yeah. girl who was playing yeah, the character of his daughter was there. So that is very funny. I love that. Well, by the way, that's Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, three nominations. I didn't know this. Sort of surprised. This could answer you like a win you a trivia contest in 10 years. Uh, that is the most Golden Globe nominations for an individual actor in a given year ever. Three? Three. And he tied two other actors. Care to guess? Let's make it a little guessing game. So Sasha Baron Cohen ties the mark for the most individual uh, Golden Globe nominations ever given to one actor in a single year with those three nominations for two different movies. Male or Who female? did he tie? Uh, there's one male, there's one female. Oh, so it's a three-way tie? It's a three-way tie. Oh, Kenneth shoot. Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. No. <laughs> I, I like that. That's a deep cut, though. Yes. That's good. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. great. Um, I'm going to go with, um, um, who was the guy from NYPD Blue, who was the, uh, the guy who showed his butt? Dennis, Dennis France. France. Yes, I'm going to say Dennis France oh. okay. and, um, Julia Roberts. And Julia Roberts. You're incorrect on both of those counts. Uh, the one is a dame. Dame. The other dame. Donna Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Have Hannah, 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 Hann
Hell, hell, not hell. Helen. Helen Mirren. Good job, Don. Wow, what a how did you mm, get firecracker that? you are. So and Helen, also, okay, Jamie Fox. Oh, uh, oh, that makes cause, sense because he probably had three things out. This was for Dame Helen Mirren. It was two thousand seven. Okay, and it was for the Queen. She got another Best Actress in a miniseries or TV movie for Elizabeth. <coughs> Elizabeth the first, mm-hmm. and then a third for Prime Suspect, the final act. She won for the Queen and Elizabeth the first, so she got two Globes that year. Uh, Jimmy Fox, Ray, Ray, and Collateral, oh, Best yeah. Supporting Actor in Collateral with yeah. Tom Cruise, and then also nominated for Best Actor in a miniseries or TV movie for Redemption. He did win a Golden Globe for Ray. I'm Ray. I've never watched <laughs> Ray. Oh. Steve, it's so good. It's a really, really great movie. Because it's about the guy who did the Diet Pepsi commercials. No, it's about Ray Liotta, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) He nails the role. Which is why it was such a stretch (laughs) for Jamie Foxx, and so many people were impressed. The foreign press said, wow. Uh, no, you have to see it, especially because you're a music lover. I I just, and I love old-timey music, too. And he's a great singer. Yes. Oh, I know. Jamie Foxx is so good. Can I tell a Jamie Foxx story? Uh, is this going to be about the Super Bowl? Yes. But trusting that people haven't been listening three years consecutively without taking a break, let me just reset it as we're in Super Bowl week. When the Super Bowl was here, and you mentioned Ray, and this says a specific tie to Ray. If I remember correctly, and we don't trust our memories anymore because of what happened with Brian Williams and that podcast for you, Brian Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in this room. It's at the. It's called the Big Give, and it was at this fabulous estate in Edina. It was like a nine million dollar house or something. The most over the top home I've ever been in. It was wild. And then they had this tent set up. It was fully covered and uh, everything was good, so you weren't cold. It felt like it was an extension of the house. And uh, uh, Frank and Amelia were emceeing that night. Okay, mm-hmm. hello to Frank and Amelia, and they were there. And then Shaq. Sorry, first name drop. And then Shaquille O'Neal uh, was DJing. Now, I saw him DJ at a different thing when he was here for Super Bowl week. And that one, it looked like he was really doing some work. Like he was on turntables and in the zone. This one, it looked just like, imagine a seven-foot dude standing behind a MacBook Pro and then just hitting shuffle. He's using that was it. He was mailing it in. He, it felt like he was mailing it in. And then Jamie Foxx, you know that he is like hosting the night. So Frank and Amelia are emceeing it or something like that, but they were going to be handing it over to Jamie Foxx. Well, they start playing some music, and then Jamie Foxx comes in and he like grabs a microphone, stands up on this table, and says something about like this part is about to get going, blah, blah, blah. As I remember it in my head, he then started singing, She give me money. And then it was like his song, they played Gold Digger, where he was singing Ray Charles' lines. Of course, Ray Charles sampled on that song. And then, I mean, that song is such a great song. And it, as I recall, maybe it was in the middle of the set, but in my memory, it was the first song. He sang it, and then for like the next hour, it's just Jamie Foxx with a microphone inviting tons of ladies up on stage throughout to just dance with him. Not creepy dance, family reunion dance. We're all having Mm. a living room party. And he was just such an entertainer. He seems like a really nice guy, too, to me. Yes. He seems like normal. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, I, I would, I would jibe with that. That it, because he just seems so effortlessly likable in that situation. He was, he was so great. So that was like the magic, right? So for instance, Jamie Foxx had the magic shack that night. Not as much. They were worlds apart in terms of entertaining prowess. Oh, it was great. great. It was just like a party, just like a party with Jamie Foxx singing the whole time and next song comes on and then he starts walking people through like step dances and all this it was just the highlight of the super bowl experience for me when it came to town it was an hour that he did this i felt like yeah i think maybe an hour could have been a little bit more than that okay it was so that's all i can handle even no matter how fun it is right me too all right okay time to go the traffic gotta beat the traffic That was like Blake Shelton came out at a Blake Shelton concert that we were at with some my talkers, and he was like, I hope y'all are ready for three hours of country music that's going to melt your face off. And all the hee-haws were like, yippee. And I was like, mm, I'll give you two songs, and I'm out of here. Three right. hours? No. No. Nope, then you got to go on at 6 o'clock, dude. Yeah. Oh, what is that? We got to get to bed. Exactly. Um, hey, you guys, I watched a new show on Netflix. Last night, mm. I just saw it. Never heard of it. Didn't know anything about it. And I thought, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit play. It's called Firefly Lane. It's on Netflix again. Um, and it stars um uh, Sarah Chalk or Chalky. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. You know who I'm talking about from Roseanne. From Roseanne Scrubs. Scrubs. Um, whatever the last show she was on was. Um, but. And what's her name? Katherine Heigl, who I'm not a fan, but and she looks like Ashley Judd in this um, in this series that, by the way, is based on a book. Um, Their performance is really good. It's about these two women who come from different. It has like a beaches feel to it. Steve, you don't know what I'm talking about. Dawn, have you ever Mm -hmm. seen beaches? Of course. Okay, so it's got that feel where they come from different um they're childhood friends, but they come from different kinds of upbringings. Right, but yes. these two women were neighbors when they were kids. Very different. One of them is like uh, the Oprah of okay. television or the Ellen of television. Um, and the other one is a, a writer. And it's very confusing. At times, it's a little boring. It. It jumps between eras in this random order. It's telling this story, and you're like, well, where are we now? What year is it now? Is this a series or a movie? It's a series. Okay. Um, so I'm two episodes in. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna watch another one. Um I went and looked at some of the reviews, and they're kind of saying the same thing that I was thinking. Um, but it, you know, it's about the TV industry, it's about friendship. It's about, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Betrayal. Ooh. Ooh. Motherhood. So I'm going to give it another episode. Why not? Um, But if anybody else has seen it, email me. Tell me what you thought about it and if I should stick with it, especially if you got a little um, further along than I did. Thank you. Yeah. Good day. That was a mixed review. It Yes. I'm hopeful that it's going to get better. Boring, confusing, kind of good, kind of like it. I will say that the acting is good. I, I really have a hard time with Katherine Heigl. It, it, she's a perfectly fine actress. It's There's just something about her that I'm just like, ugh. 
That is the uh, that is the second blonde actress of the morning that Donna has mentioned. She just has a tough time with Kaylee Cuoco, Catherine Heigl. Oh, oh my goodness, both of their names start with K. Pat, I am Catherine figuring something Heigl out here. Is a dark, dark brunette with very short hair in this particular um, okay, uh, project. In the file here. All right, when we come back on the Donna and Steve show. Oh, Dawn. Oh, I have this uh, this Instagram uh, thing that I follow that is so relaxing. It's so fun, and I want to share it with you guys. Ooh. It's about a monkey. I'm in. We'll get to that and more coming up next. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I'm on Instagram right now and I'm going to look for your monkey. Oh gosh, you guys. This is such an adorable monkey. His name is George. He has 10 million followers on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And the name of the Instagram account is called Here's Your Monkey Content. The dude who owns this monkey, which I don't remember what kind of monkey this is. It's like Marcel on Friends. Okay. (laughs) That little monkey. I forgot what kind of monkey they are. But this monkey is so smart. And basically, all of these videos on Instagram are, he has an Amazon gift wish list. And people buy him things on the list. And (laughs) then he opens the packages. And he's so smart that he even, he always gets the instructions out and looks at those first. And then he'll put in the batteries of things that are electronic. Um, he oh. won't always get them in correctly, but he is just so, so smart. I have a, a video of his where he's opening up like, um, uh, it's like a little matte piano that somebody sent him, if okay. you want to hear it. Yes. Okay. George, you got a gift. It's in there. Ooh, George, look at that. Is that the instructions? Oh, it's so sweet. He always looks at the instructions. It's so funny, like a person. Like he's mimicking. Yes, and so then he puts together the toy. He'll usually start squealing. Um, People will send him little fruit, like, because it's all on his Amazon wish list. And you can send him whatever. And then he always looks at the card after that somebody sent him, like, look, it's from your friend Carrie or Donna Valentine or whatever. It's so adorable. Like, you will just spend an hour watching all of these videos. I want to hear him talk. Oh, well, he does a little, he does little squeaky sounds. Um, the one of the best ones, which you know, I hate mouse sounds so much. Mm, yes. Um, but one of the best ones is where somebody sent him one of those edible arrangements. Mm-hmm. You know, with fruit. all the fruit on it, he loses it. Here, here it is. George, we got a gift for you. What is that? Open it up. Oh my gosh! And he just. Uh, the look, he has such an expressive little face. And he's got nice teeth. <laughs> really? The monkey. Nice teeth. Yeah, and um, the sound of him. Okay. Mm. Hear those mouth sounds? Oh, so when Steve does it, I hate yeah, it. But this I monkey's love. very cute. Okay, good. He's wearing a diaper. I was like, oh my God, is that monkey going to be like crapping all over this guy's house? <laughs> no. you, can I get the, the uh, Instagram handle again? Yeah, it's called Here's Your Monkey Content. My friend Nancy is going to lose her mind over this. 
she's going to send gifts. She wants a monkey so bad. Ooh, that monkey is probably going to rip this guy's face off. You guys, I don't think that this guy has to work anymore. I mean, when you think about it, he has 10 million TikTok followers. He's and an influencer. His in, it, like, he has 259,000 followers on Instagram. He probably has a YouTube page. And I, I don't know what they do with all these toys. They probably donate. must donate them. But the owner is really sweet. And somebody <laughs> sent him a man in the re- yellow hat costume. So sometimes he wears that. Is he oh, a baby man. or is he like an older I monkey? I think he's a full-grown <laughs> monkey. He's just adorable. Oh my God, Steve, watch this with your uh, kids. They will love it. Yeah, no kidding. And he's <laughs> when he opens the Amazon package, one of them, and then does what we all do. He takes out the two bags and then looks back in the bag. Like, is there anything else in there? Yeah. Did any of my other shipments come or no? <laughs> he, oh, and he's just sitting up right in his diaper, too. He, he just... acts like a baby. Yeah. He's very full of energy. And tell your friend, don't do it. <laughs> because <laughs> I actually know somebody who has one of these monkeys and he hates his life. Okay. It's good. His, oh. actually, it's his wife's monkey and she wanted wow. one so bad. But. I mean, you will see in the videos how much energy. I mean, this is like, oh it's Lord. not just like having a toddler. It's like having 10 toddlers that you just gave pixie sticks to. I mean, <laughs> all the time, 24-7, you know, just. Oh, that is so great. Wow, uh, yeah. that monkey is really something. I, I used to want a monkey as a kid. Mm-hmm. And what would it be like if you were just in your house? And then the monkey just like walks over to you and then jumps up, sits next to you as you watch, but like a human, you know, not not like a dog. Yeah. Like a yeah. human. It, it just, is like a human. Such a bizarre animal. It's kinetic His sand. Face? Oh man. <laughs> oh god, everybody follow this oh, monkey. Lord. Here's it's called your Here's monkey Your Monkey con- Content. How did you find this, Dawn? Um, I found it, you know, when you open up Instagram, there's like a Reels account and it'll have um, yes. videos going. Okay. I'm kind of a sucker for those. Yep. And it it's I'm sure there's an algorithm because I watch I have a lot of other animals yep. that I follow. Yep. All day, every day. This is what I'll be doing, you guys. Yeah. If you're like sad, this will cheer you up, seriously. Oh my god. Oh my god, and he's in like a little high chair. Oh, oh and yeah. he's eating the fruit. Oh my god, it's so funny. Hey, while we're on Instagram watching our monkey, um, Steve, your Instagram follow that you recommended. As a follow, yes. um, was she a guest on your show? We had her on Twin Cities Live yesterday. I did a uh, an interview with her. She her name is Sharon Says So on Instagram. She is a former government teacher who now became very famous uh, very quickly on Instagram during the election season because she was just non biased information here are the facts here's how this works here's how the electoral college works here's why we have it here's why uh, just any topic she can just wax poetic and she's very funny and very entertaining and so it's funny i was talking to her during the interview and she had started this thing where she randomly said hey Mm -hmm. what if we just tried to raise some money just for an act of kindness and so she set a goal of five thousand dollars so that fundraising effort ended up going up to $125,000. And I asked her in the interview, I said, I said, do you plan on doing any more of this or or what are you going to do? And she said, yeah, she's setting up a Mm -hmm, mm 5013C, C3, whatever it is, a nonprofit and all this stuff. Well, then yesterday I start noticing on her Instagram and people start pinging me. Here's a follow up to your story. She started another fundraising effort. She went from 5,000 followers before the election. She is about 380,000 now. Mm-hmm. And she started this uh, RIP medical debt fundraising effort, which there's a 
uh, site, RIP Medical Debt, and it's what John Oliver used a few years ago whenever he erased $15 million in people's medical debt. The way that he did that is for every $1 that you put down, they put down $100. They cancel it out. And she explains how it all works. So she set a goal... Uh, and then people just started blowing it up, blowing it up to the point where she said, oh my gosh, could we, she calls her followers governors, mm-hmm. could we, the governors, outdo what John Oliver did? And then did this like playful rivalry talking about last week tonight. As of this morning, they are at $333,000 <laughs> raised, which Aww. is $33 million in medical debt wiped out. Isn't and that so, great? It, it, what's really wonderful about it is we should all know about RIP medical debt. And if you're ever looking to give money or who can you contribute to, yes, put down a buck and it turns into $100 of medical debt cleared Great. for people. So I got a uh, text from my friend Carrie, who you know, Steve, and she yes. said, okay, this woman is my new favorite Instagram influencer. And then she told me about her and she said, I've learned so much from her. Yes. And then she told me about the campaign. She's like, I just had to share with somebody. And I was like, already know. Oh, that's awesome. Bye, Dawn. Thank you. Bye, Dawn. Bye. All right, we'll be right back.